0: The advice given on sex and other human activities is for entertainment purposes only. If you've got a question for us, send us an email at cavecomedyradio at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> so you were saying your nose is all crusty from blowing Oh it. yeah, allergies! <laughs> Welcome to Sex and Other <laughs> Human Activities, everybody. I'm Marcus Sparks. I'm Jackie Zabrowski awesome. I'm
1: kind of faded out I feel alright. Thinking <laughs> think if i making my move tonight, I can't pretend that you're only my friend when you're holding my body tight. <laughs> What the, What is that? It's Soul Decision. <laughs> soul Decision?
0: <laughs> what the fuck is Soul Decision? It
1: was a very, very ugly one-hit wonder band from, I think, the early 2000s. Uh, but we were talking about music before this started, <laughs> so that's why it's in my head. And I know yeah. if you guys listen to Page 7, I've been working on a playlist for Molly's Wedding. So, of course, you know, got to throw some Soul Decision on there. Uh, do you? No, it's not It's not a good... It's not a wedding song. I didn't put it on the playlist. But I did listen to it about three or four times because I couldn't believe it. Doug had never heard it before. I've never heard it before. It's, it wasn't for
0: you. <laughs> no, it wasn't. By the time the early 2000s came, I was already... Well into the college radio world, I was I was far far away from any sort of pop hits. No soul decision. No soul decision in my life.
1: Uh, I was just saying uh, that you know back in the in the early aughts, I had a bunch of books that I would write in, and me and my friends would write in them. And on the outside, we had collages of hot guys i.e. the early 98 Degrees pictures.
0: Just the early ones? I mean, they all had that
1: (laughs) terrible bleach blonde hair. I don't know why I was
0: into it. Hey, I had frosted tips.
1: It... I... It was, I think it was just the time.
0: It was the time. I was shopping. I was alternating between shopping at Pacific Sun and Hot Topic. Uh, it still had the frosted, would alternate between frosted tips and uh, red spiky bangs. See, at the
1: time, I was too fat to shop at Pacific uh, Pacific Sun, so I would go to Torrid once Torrid opened up. Oh, my God. Torrid? Oh, yeah. It was Hot Topic for fat people, <laughs> and they still have it. It's great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, speaking of those times in our life... Um, uh, and speaking of music, of course, uh, I'm sure everyone's fucking sick of hearing me mention this, but this has actually been so fucking great for me. The uh, Spotify project that I've been working on forever. It's making a playlist of every year from 1950 to 2015. Uh, and I've been working on it for like six months now, and I'm finally into the aughts, into the 2000s. Uh, and a couple of weeks ago, uh, I got a little stuck because I hit 2003. Not the best year of music. It was not a great year for music, not at all. I mean, there were some very good things there, but for the most part, not a great year for music. But also, personally, that was the year that shit started really going wrong for me because that was when, in 2003, I was 20, Uh, and a lot of people that suffer from, from bipolar disorder and depression, 20 tends to be about when it starts to kick in. Uh, that's when it starts ramping up. That's when the fucking little hamster on the wheel goes into overdrive. Uh, and that was a, an extremely hard time for me because I had no idea what was happening. I had no idea what was going on. And like a lot of people that suffer from bipolar and depression, you just kind of assume that's how it is. Uh, and listening to those songs, I was really able... Uh, the memories that were coming up were extremely painful. And it was depressing me. Like, and so I had to kind of stop for a little bit. But, since, you know, but what I did was I really explored why it was depressing me. And why it was so painful. Uh, and what I came up with is that 2003 was the year I stopped being myself. It was the year that I decided for whatever reason that I needed to be somebody else. I hated myself so much, and things were going so weird for me at the time, I couldn't deal with it, so I decided to be somebody else. What did you switch into? I pretty much switched into the type of guy who listened to The Shins and Sufjan Stevens and Iron and Wine all the time. I don't like those fucking bands. That's not me. That's not who I fucking listen to. But I was trying to fit in with the college radio crowd. I was trying to impress people by saying, oh, yes, this is the music that I enjoy. I very much enjoy listening to the Decemberists. This isn't detrimental to my mental health at all. <laughs> and I kind of forgot about the bands that I had up to, up to that point loved. Like I, I kind of threw them away, Like bands like White Zombie and Primus uh, that I really loved up to that point. Uh, but I decided to stop doing that. I decided to stop listening to him, and I decided to stop being the person that I was growing into. What it kind of felt like is I was in a rowboat, a small boat, and I was going on a straight path, and then something just kicked it, just kind of pushed it just far enough and sent me completely off course. And the more that I explored it, the more that I realized I spent about eight years off course from I would say seven, actually, from like 2003 to 2010, uh, I spent trying to be someone completely different. And that went into my years here in new york city like when i first came here like i spent years in like this bullshit fashion rock and roll scene like trying to be a cool kid you know hanging out at all these you know cool bars and hotels and shit like that playing in fashion shows that wasn't me i fucking hated it it was awful but i still kept trying to be somebody else because i was still trying to impress other people and then i met you fuckers in 2010, you know, I met all you guys. I started making friends with like you and Henry and Kissel and Ed and all the people that are still on round t- that I still work with to this day. And what you guys kind of did was you pushed me back on course.
1: Yeah,
0: give <laughs> gave a little yeah. nudge. Yeah. Yeah, you but nudge unbeknownst me
1: in- to us, though.
0: Of course. Uh, yeah. Unbeknownst to you guys uh, completely, because when you got when I kind of came around you guys, that's when I remembered who I was. That's like, oh, no, this is what. I like being fucked up and weird and gross. You know, I like listening to fucking heavy music that rocks the fuck out of everything. You know, I like going out and drinking and having a good time with my fucking buddies. Uh I and of course at that time and what the first casualty of that was the girlfriend that I picked up in those fucking glam years. You know, shit man, that relationship didn't last 6 months past our friendship starting. Yeah. <laughs> it got that relationship got destroyed. Pretty quickly Uh, But with good reason Because it wasn't Where I was supposed to be It wasn't where I mean I still You know Love the girl to death She's awesome She's still a friend of mine But that wasn't the life That I was meant to be living and so for the last six years or so, I've been drifting back towards my center. Like That's what I have realized. I've been drifting back towards the person not only that I want to be, but the person, more importantly, the person that I was meant to be before I got knocked off course so many years ago. And it's taken so long to deal with with my own mental health to deal with my own problems you know the thing that actually knocked me off in the first place through years of medication and therapy and self-exploration i feel like finally in 2016 in the last couple of months after all of that i feel like i'm back where i was i feel like that i'm back to be in the Marcus I was meant yeah, to Yeah, be. being where you are, <laughs> but you being what you are. Yeah, being what I am, you know, like, and not lying to myself about having to be this thing to this person or that thing to that person. Just being who I am, and I'm comfortable with myself. I like myself, reasonably so. Of course, you can't like yourself too much. Right. But... I like myself reasonably I am now a person That I would want To hang out with If that makes any sense
1: No it does Completely
0: Yeah
1: It's something about Owning yourself I feel like that That makes other people Want to hang out with you Just in general I, I I feel like I've said That before Where it's like I'd rather meet A straight up asshole That is completely An asshole on the outside And that's just who he is mm-hmm. Or who they are uh, Than finding someone That's like pretending To be nice Yeah And then you find out That they're an asshole
0: It's like just be Where you're gonna be Oh the Older you get, the easier you're able to weed those people out in a fucking second. Because so, you can see it in the you can eyes. see it in the eyes.
1: Yeah, exactly. Can see it in
0: the eyes. That's <laughs> I was gonna say. You can always see it in the eyes. Always. The eyes are the window to the soul. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're telling me, sister. <laughs> but I, yeah, I, No, I just I think I think it's important to real, but I think self exploration is a big part of that. And, and and because I, like in those years, were you doing a lot of that?
0: self exploration. Yeah. I was here and there but it was all self-hatred. It was all just I'll go but like I go back and and uh cuz I've saved everything that I've written over the last, you know, 10 years or so. Like everything that uh every book that every journal that I have, every like scrap of paper, I've got a big box uh in my closet that is just filled with reams and reams of shit. And I would say 95% of it is me writing about how big of a piece of shit I am and me writing about how much I hate myself and how much I fuck things up, except during brief manic periods when I talk about how fucking awesome I am. Right. You know, but even then, it's still uh, a little bit of self-hatred in there. You know, It's like not being able to allow myself to be happy in the least bit. But now when uh, I write shit and I've filled... You know, I think five or six notebooks full, like front to back, like small Moleskine notebooks, but stuff that I can write on the train. Like, I've filled five or six of those in the last two months of true constructive exploration. And I'm not shying away from anything. Uh, I am – it's mentally, it's emotionally, it's, uh, you know, relationships that I have, uh, it's career-wise, everything and the more it scares me the more i want to explore it and those have been the most rewarding realizations with that like 2003 playlist like that was so like it put me down for a couple of days and I actually I didn't it took me a couple of days to realize why I was put down so hard like I didn't realize when I was uh listening to all that music I didn't realize what it was actually doing to me until I sat down and started writing it's like okay why am I depressed right now everything else everything's going great in life you know I'm I'm having a good time why am I suddenly so depressed and through that exploration that's how I discovered what was making me depressed, and by exploring further why that was making me depressed, I really unlocked something in my brain. I unlocked a huge realization about myself that I'm carrying with me. I put it in my pocket. Like that's something that I really put in my pocket and I'm realizing, and it's also keeping me calm as well. I'm not as stressed out uh, because I feel comfortable with myself. And since I'm more comfortable with myself, I have more confidence. And that has always been the hardest thing for me is straddling, or not the hardest thing, but one of the hardest things for me is straddling the line between confidence and confidence and arrogance and not knowing the difference between the two. Uh, Because it was all false confidence. It was trying to have some sort of bravado, something that I could put out to the world uh, where people might take me seriously, they might listen to what I have to say, uh, but not really having any confidence behind it, and then every once in a while going too far and being an asshole, being a complete and total asshole about it. But now, I'm realizing for myself, personally, The key to my confidence is being comfortable with myself and being comfortable with who I am. And it's changing everything.
1: I have to say watching you do this is an inspiration to me. As as someone that, you know, you're even talking about the music, things like that, and then you explore it. As opposed to me, where there are a lot of years in my life, there's a lot of music that I hear a song, like, shut it off. Yeah. Uh, There's a lot of part of me that I don't deal with. There's a lot of experiences I don't deal with. There's a lot of things that I have pushed down that for me and my confidence... I'd rather just not think about. Yeah, which is not good. No, and I know that it will come to fruition at some point. And there's definitely been lots of things that have been pulled out of me. But there, I mean, I feel like lately I've been thinking about different things where I'm like, I don't want to think about that. <laughs> no, 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 I don't want to think. I don't think that. No, 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 no. Push it down, push it down, because that's what gives me my confidence. And then, like, I feel like my confidence is so. On the outside, it seems so strong. And yet, of course, I mean, a lot of people deal with that. That, you know, and you think about something and you're just like, if I dwell on this or if I try to explore this on my own, I'm worried that it's going to shake my foundation. and And it's a scary thought. And, and what you're doing is exactly that, though. You're shaking the foundation.
0: Yeah, and it does shake your foundation. It absolutely does. It's just whether you feel like you have the tools to rebuild right you know and, and because it's a very scary thing cuz you can get rattled you can get rattled real fucking hard because you're you're exploring the depths and it's pulling shit out yourself which is scarier instead of having but okay if you're exploring the depths think of it this way is that you're reaching your hand into a dark hole, a deep dark hole, and you have no fucking clue what's in there. And when someone pull, else pulls it out, it's like they have, it's like they're taking the risk.
1: Right. You and know? you are, it's like they, exactly.
0: Yeah. They're taking the risk by reaching down into and excavating those.
1: excavating your hole. <laughs> And then I make a joke like that because I don't want to think about
0: it. <laughs> I'm not gonna let you. I'm gonna laugh and I'm gonna come back to it. <laughs> no, it is. It's it's allowing someone else to take the risk. And uh there's and there's also someone else right there with you, is that if there's something scary that's found there, they can say, Hey, it's okay. We can we can deal with this, I can help you through this, but when you're doing that alone, like, if you get hurt, you got to deal with it. Like, if you reach down there and there's a fucking alligator, you got to deal, deal with that. that fucking alligator. And that, and but it's also, you know, whether you fucking deal with that alligator or you run away, that's definitely your choice. But at the end of it, alligator ain't real. Right, like it ain't real. It ain't. It, it is not. If I, it's not going to hurt you uh, as badly as you think it is. Yeah, it's and if not... you run away from it, it's
1: not like it's not still there.
0: No, it's still there. Yeah, it's absolutely still there. You gotta get it. You gotta put a
1: duct tape around its snout. <laughs> you gotta wrestle it down. <laughs> Be like, you can't bite me, you motherfucker. <laughs> you. Piece of <laughs> shit
0: I'm gonna beat you I beat it uh, I beat it uh, So you're beating the alligators I'm beating the alligators man I'm reaching down to that d- deep dark goop That muck uh, and I'm. But that thing is that it's also full of diamonds
1: Diamonds <laughs> <laughs> And they're not blood diamonds They're regular
0: diamonds No you know what let's not Fuck it it's not full of diamonds Full of puppies.
1: Aww.
0: (laughs) Sometimes you- you
1: bring them up and you're like, I like this one.
0: (laughs) I think I'm going to keep (laughs) this one. Yeah, it's either alligators or puppies. One of the two. Or like crabs, which are kind of somewhere in between. They'll snip at you and they'll pop at you, but then you can eat them. Yeah, then you eat them and you drown them in butter. This metaphor is getting way out of control. But I like it. I'm liking it because we get to think about crabs. Yeah, I'll eat it. (laughs) Well yeah I mean I guess what what I'm saying is that you know it's it's working out you know like this like self exploration is is really working out and it and it's keeping me and and i've also found that this like confidence is keeping me on an even keel in a lot of different ways it's keeping me from getting ahead of myself uh on certain things it's keeping me in either a good or a bad way you know imagining the best possible situation or imagining the worst possible situation we have got a lot of shit going on around here right now uh and i could easily do either one? You know, I could easily go to the worst, or I could go to the best. But instead, it's like the next thing. It's just the next thing. You
1: just, you, I mean, I, you described yourself as Chill Bill earlier, um, chill and bill. I think that's what it is. <laughs> Sometimes you got to go the Chill Bill route and yeah. you just take it as it goes. I'm
0: taking it. I'm taking it as it goes. I'm taking it as it comes, man. It, it's, it's. A, I mean, the whole one day at a time thing is, you know, a cliche. Uh, but I'm more thinking of it as one. Event at a time. The, just, just One the,
1: hour at a time. <laughs> one minute at a time. I mean, that's just how you gotta live life.
0: Yeah, just the what the next thing is not thinking about what's after the next thing and after that and after that. It's just like, what's the next thing? It's like, what's the next like the next episode of last podcast? I'm gonna finish that. I'm gonna work on that. I'm gonna finish that. The next live show. Uh anything. That's well, like all that. that's
1: why the twelve steps use that. You know, it's like it's one day at a time, man. Day. Bidet,
0: bidet, day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to our letters for this week. All right. Uh, our first one is a, a response letter uh, to Shotput's letter last week, who was talking about getting out of the medical field, possibly going to art school, and uh, doing something that she loves. What are we going to call this, Dude.
1: Slappy Frog.
0: Slappy Frog.
1: Slappy Frog. You slap him because he likes it, (laughs) not because he hates it. Slappy Frog.
0: All right. Here it says. uh, (laughs) (coughs) Hello, Jackie and Marcus. First thing, I love all the shows that you guys are on. And Marcus, my friends, and I always listen to your playlist. There are soundtracks to Friday nights. Oh, that's a Friday night soundtrack. That's all right. I like that. The reason I wanted to write is that I'm a 30-year-old licensed electrician. I'm also midway through my second semester as a college freshman. My job as an electrician started off well, but after 10 years of spotty work and more time on unemployment than I'd like to admit, I enrolled in a community college to take night classes. Before I made this jump, I was a little ball of hate. My temper would be set off by the littlest thing, I began to mistrust my friends for no reason, and I was experiencing some dark thoughts. Last summer, I had enough of the shitty feelings and went out and enrolled in classes to become a history teacher, something I've been talking about doing for over five years. It was the best move of my life. "...instead of sitting at home playing PS4 until my eyes dried out, I'm at school, learning, and using my brain for something other than dark thoughts. Sure, it can be uncomfortable being the old fuck in some of your classes, but it's way more uncomfortable to be depressed." College is also way easier than I remember. I'd much rather write an essay on Langston Hughes than spend eight hours in a fucking ditch. I also know that this process will take time, so by doing night classes, I can still work as an electrician, if there's work, and help finance my schooling. There are also a lot of grants and scholarships available for non-traditional students. If I had to say one thing to Shotput, it would be, only you know what you want not your parents or anyone else. It's your decision to go back to school because when your job starts to eat away at your happiness, nobody can tell you not to get the fuck out of there. No good can come from a job where you're unhappy. Thanks for everything, slappy Froud.
1: Oh my god, it gave me shivvies. <laughs> it totally gave me shivvies. That's one hell of an
0: inspiration. It man. was so
1: good. That's such an amazing letter. Yeah, it's just like fuck yeah, man. Yeah, dude. It's hard as fuck. Every decision is hard. Every change is hard. But, man,
0: when you're doing it, you're doing it. You're doing it, and you're fucking doing it. You're doing it and doing it and doing you're it. Doing well. it, oh god, uh oh, yeah. Sucking
1: in the early aughts. It's we like are. Na-
0: no, 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 doing it. That's like ninety two, ninety three. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. I'm it's sorry. A, it's a LL Cool J.
1: Oh yeah. yeah, ladies love Cool Jackie.
0: <laughs> lady, lady, Cool Jackie. Oh
1: yeah, double the lady, double the fun.
0: <laughs> well, man, this is so fucking awesome, and I hope everybody out there can take inspiration from this one, because um, he's doing it he's doing it both ways he's still working as an electrician he's got grants worked out he's got scholarships worked out this is how you do it
1: and I think it's interesting too when he's like oh college was easier than uh than the first time around because when you choose to do it and you're making a life's like change for it and and it's what you want to be doing then it is so much easier yeah you know I mean exactly what you were saying like when you found when your boat went back on course how much easier I mean it's hard it's always hard, yeah. but easier life in general is because you feel like you're on the right course at least. You're not there yet, you're not in the port yet, but you're on the right course.
0: Yeah, and that really says something when you can write that essay and, and think about those eight hours in a ditch because as you get older, you gain more experiences and you have a lot more to compare it to. Uh, and I think one of the things that's really good about like getting older is being able to say well at least i'm not
1: i'm not at least i'm not doing that it's like how many how many things in your life was like remember that part yeah remember remember when that happened remember when you were really thinking this was a good idea yeah i i mean it, yeah we're all constantly making mistakes as well
0: but it's all a learning
1: experience all of
0: it it's all a learning experience and it all uh, adds to the big ball that is you yeah, yeah big ball of
1: rubber <laughs> so i am bouncing bouncing
0: rubber yeah, bouncing around man up and down mm-hmm. yeah. like a gummy
1: bear <laughs> not as pliable as a gummy bear
0: though no definitely not i hope not it <laughs> rip me apart <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man uh yeah shop. put out. i hope you take some uh some solace from this i really hope that you take this guy's letter to heart and anybody out there that's uh looking to make that big change take this letter to heart to know that it can be done you know it doesn't matter who the fuck you are it doesn't matter what you're doing it can be done yep one way or another so fucking good on you slappy frog Wish you the best, man. Best of luck. And good on you for being a fucking history teacher, too. Fuck
1: yeah, man. Like, that's need it. Great.
0: Yeah, need it. I mean, yeah, it, it's fucking, it's very needed to be, have good history teachers out there.
1: I had a history teacher that changed my fucking life. Yeah, man, they can. I mean, he was amazing. Hard as balls, man. He was so hard. And I, I just, uh, y- you have those teachers in your life. I wish I could be one. Yeah.
0: Me too. I mean um, too, you know. We've got a lot of stuff out
1: there. <laughs> That's the problem. We've talked about this on here before. Yeah. It's like, there's no, at this point, I don't think I could ever be a teacher.
0: No. I no don't school think. would allow me. I think we've made our bed.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I think we made our bed on this one. Uh, but I think. God damn it. It's a comfy bed. So I'm hell fine. Yeah. I think I'm doing okay. I'm fine. All right, and that's all we got time for uh, on today's episode. Uh, we'll be back uh, next week if you've got anything uh, to write to us. cavecomedyradio.gmail.com gmail.com is the email address. Uh, and we'll talk to you fuckers later. Hell, uh, hell fucking, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah like fucking fucking you know, make noise and be free. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to cavecomedyradio.com.